you're fat. So you ready. drink anyone Maybe you should have a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss I just bitch. don't understand why you don't have a boyfriend. He's so funny. I would marry you. You're a tequila you're lover. You're down to party. You're, you're, you're the Chargers. I'm not going to be a boyfriend. You're a boss. You're a boss. Hey, all you catches, it's your favorite single gal, Erin, who transformed in front of your eyes, got reeled in in front of your ears, and had an Oprah aha moment that changed everything. Ladies, before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love. Self-love is power bait. It helped me reel in what I believe to be a keeper, but even the best fisherwomen have to recognize when it's time to catch and release. You're tuned in to another episode of You're Such a Catch, a podcast dedicated to helping you realize the catch that you are. We do not have to be defined by our relationship status nor conform to societal norms. All we have to do is be ourselves. Happy New Year! 2022 is officially underway, and I have no doubt it's going to be a magical year for us all. I hope everyone took the time to self-reflect, journal, set intentions, and really embrace the fresh slate that the new year brings. I know I did. I have so many stories, epiphanies, and synchronicities to share. But before we get to it, I want to thank all of you who reached out with kind words about the last episode. I claim courage to do hard things. Your feedback means the world to me, especially as I continue to heal and maneuver through this season of my life. I can say with 100% certainty, You're Such a Catch has been my saving grace, so thank you. Please make sure you've subscribed on whatever podcast player you tune in on. If you find this episode helpful, please share it on your Instagram or with a friend or someone who could benefit from the message. There's also a downloadable worksheet that corresponds with today's episode. If you want to follow along, take action, and evoke change, click on the link in the episode notes to download and print the form. If you're new to You're Such a Catch, I'm so glad you're here. You're here for a reason, and hopefully that reason will be revealed as I share with you today why I'm claiming community. I recently made the decision to end my relationship. If you're a longtime YSC listener, you'll know I thought he was my end game. I attribute the collective work we've been doing together during this I Claim series for being able to trust my intuition, confront the situation head-on, respectfully, and for the strength I've displayed as I've confidently moved forward, solo. As humans, even humans who pride themselves on being independent, like me and so many of you tuning in, we still crave belonging. And when you're going through something, whether that be nursing a broken heart, overcoming trauma, or conquering inner demons, we desire support, a safe place to share our thoughts, to speak freely without judgment, where someone is willing to listen, like really listen, and to know that at any time, day or night, you can say, I need you, or I need help, and someone will be there to receive that request. No questions asked. I'm not sure why, but during this breakup, a lot of support, the community I've relied on, has been outside my inner circle of close friends and family. What's even more fascinating is the women the universe has placed in my life specifically to help me get through this challenging time. You learned of one on the last episode, Trudy, who shared the parable about the plastic pearls. 
Today, you'll learn of another. As the universe continues to bless me, expanding my circle with these women who clearly have a defined purpose and message to share during this season of my life, I feel compelled to create a similar sisterhood for other women. And I know there is a need because the second I asked and created a questionnaire to seek feedback, my inbox was flooded with responses. If you follow me on social media, you may have heard this story already, but I hope you're willing to listen again because this story illustrates that community starts with each one of us. I first told this story on January 11th because if you're into angel numbers like I am, you'll know 111 means your intentions are manifesting quickly. When you see 111, it's important to make sure you're focusing on what you want to attract versus what you're trying to avoid. So often, our thoughts drift into worry, fear, doubt, all the things we don't want. I'm also a big believer in signs. I often ask the universe for a sign to let me know I'm on the right path, or maybe there's an important decision I need to make and I'm looking for guidance or clarity. It may not be the answer I was hoping for, but the universe always responds. I recently asked the universe to show me the angel number 222. I chose 222 not only because 22 is my lucky number, but because 222 means stop worrying. Everything is working out as it's supposed to. Trust that you're on the right path. This is precisely the confirmation I need in conjunction with a message that reminds me to take a deep breath relax and remember that the universe has my back. Since asking for this sign, I've seen 222 on my phone lock screen several times, the microwave clock, the oven clock. I've received text messages from influential people in my life at 222, voice notes that were exactly 2 minutes and 22 seconds in length, and I had a taxi pull in front of me with the phone number 222-2222 plastered across the bumper. A taxi for going to take you guys. Who takes a taxi anymore? <laughs> Another beautiful thing, a gift really, is when the universe presents you with a synchronicity. A synchronicity is similar to a sign and can be a sign, but it doesn't appear as a result of your request. There's an element of surprise with a synchronicity. It's an unexpected simultaneous occurrence of events that appear significantly related but have no discernible casual connection. I believe there's no such thing as a coincidence. Instead, it's strategically orchestrated and perhaps aligned to deliver a message, provide guidance, or provide reassurance that we're on the right path. I'm fortunate enough to experience synchronicities often. And once you understand their magic and increase your awareness, you'll notice these incredible divine occurrences too. But what I want to share is a relatively recent synchronicity. that has touched my life in such a way i'm not even sure i can articulate the magnitude i'm going to give it my best shot her name is judy and she came into my life unexpectedly through a simultaneous occurrence of events that appear significantly related but have no discernible casual connection let me explain it was day 2 of my breakup so november 30th 2021 and it was about 12:30 p.m. when i decided on a whim to go to the getty and for those of you who don't know the getty is a museum i've always wanted to go to but i've never made it a priority and on this day the second day of my breakup i decided that i would make it happen 
I jumped in my car. My eyes were swollen from the tears that had been streaming down my cheeks for hours. My nose was dry from having to blow it constantly. And my brain was still preoccupied in thought. I could not turn my brain off. My brain had been connecting dots, reviewing timelines, and spotting red flags that were previously not visible to my naked eye. Timing with the synchronicity is divine, right place, right time. So after taking the tram up the hillside to the museum, I stood in the courtyard soaking up the fresh air and sunshine. I debated where I should go first and what I wanted to see, or if I had seen enough and should head home already. I hadn't even set foot inside of any of the buildings. My mask was sticking to my face as the tears continued to pour from my eyes. I couldn't turn the faucet off. I told my dear friend who was listening to me ramble, my phone pressed against my ear, my voice muffled through my mask that I'd call him back. And that's when the first synchronicity hit. A man I had dated in 2018 stood before me, taking pictures of a female he was with in front of a fountain. I only recall the time frame we dated because I had written a blog post about it. I've actually reposted the blog post. It was an archive one, but I think it's important to call out, especially since I ran into the man I once coined, the happy human. His contact still reads that way in my phone. We haven't exchanged a message since January 12th, 2019, three years ago. And I've never once seen him in a bar on the town anywhere until the Getty, the day after I broke up with a man I thought was my forever. Now, you guys, I could have read into that, interpreted it as a sign. Was it fate bringing us together? Perhaps the woman he was with was just a friend. I translated it differently. The message I downloaded from the universe was, aside from my current ex, the happy human was the longest relationship I had been in since moving to Los Angeles in 2015. We dated roughly for three months, He was not and is not my person. But at that time, I was devastated. I saw potential, but similar to my current situation, I chose love, self-respect, and self-worth and broke things off to remain open to receiving the right person. I had overcome a breakup before and I could do it again. Plus, seeing him, I would have thought I'd melt. And don't get me wrong, he was still attractive, but he wasn't the eye candy that once made my tummy giddy with excitement, you know, those butterflies. I'm curious how I'll respond when I bump into my current ex, if I even do. I decided I should consider some art since I was at a museum. So I carefully selected which building to enter. I literally went in the closest one to me and I walked inside. Ironic when you're going through a particular season of life, how you can literally tie everything back to that time. So me looking at a painting with a rose in it would like translate Oh my gosh, remember the time when my ex gave me roses? It's like, why does your brain go there? But instant waterworks for me. And it was honestly touch and go as I wandered through the rooms, trying to dry my eyes, wipe my nose, and not having anyone mistakenly think that I had COVID. As I turned the corner, I noticed a small room that was adjacent to where I entered. I started to meander that way, taking notice of a petite woman who stood in the doorway. She had her hair pulled back and her mask covered most of her face. As I walked into the room, I greeted her. She was guarding this beautiful pink couch that was placed inside glass walls so no one could touch it. I have no idea who this couch belonged to. She said to me, no one ever says hello to me. 
I stand here every single day and people come in and out and no one says hi. This is like my home. I welcome people into my home and no one has the decency to acknowledge my presence. You guys, this isn't a Hallmark movie, but I guarantee you can predict what happened next. Yes, I cried. The tears began to rush down my cheeks faster than I could try and disguise them or block them from falling on the floor. I stood there and looked at her while other museum goers were filing in and out of the room. And she said to me, you have such sad eyes. Then she did the unthinkable. Here we were amidst a global pandemic with masks covering our nose and mouths, the CDC advocating for social distancing. And this woman, an absolute stranger to me, wrapped her arms around me. I had no idea how much I needed a hug. She squeezed me tight while I sobbed. Then she said, my name is Judy, what's yours? At this point, tears were falling for multiple reasons. My recent human interactions with strangers included people crossing the width of a two-lane street to avoid sharing the sidewalk with me as I approached them from a distance head on. And I was going through a breakup. I asked for Judy's home address as I gathered myself enough to depart this small room with a pink couch. I wanted to send her a proper thank you when I had composed myself, but Judy's a smart woman and she didn't give me her address. I'm a stranger after all. Instead, she offered to connect on WhatsApp, so I gave her my number. I don't practice the same safety precautions Judy does, but I should. Let's face it, the reason my ex found me was because my phone number was posted online. And it's probably written in the bathroom stall at Shellback, and every car dealer from LA to New York has it. But I'm glad I gave that woman my phone number. Do you know Judy has messaged me every single morning and every single evening since we met on November 30th, 2021? You guys, I don't Snapchat, but I know about streaks and this has to be up there. 49 days, morning and evening. The majority of her messages are in Spanish, but that's not a problem. I have friends like Angel who translate. I've tapped into my alter ego, Maria Vamanos, and I read them to the best of my ability. She sends me digital flowers, funny memes, and inspirational messages. She's the fucking best. She'd probably disapprove of me cursing, but I can't stress enough how unbelievably incredible she is. She's my guardian angel, and I tell her that all the time. I share this story with you because 49 days ago, I didn't even know Judy existed. She was a complete stranger, a stranger whose primary language differs from mine. And as much as Judy has helped me, been there for me, supported me, I've also done the same for her unintentionally. Think about all the choices I made that day that led to being in a shared space with Judy. What if I was like all the others and didn't say hello? What if she didn't reach her arms out to hug a stranger during a global pandemic? Would we be friends? Would she have just referenced me as her best friend? Would I have someone looking out for me morning and night? We don't have to wonder because the universe intended for it to happen this way and made sure every little aspect of my day and Judy's day aligned just so that when I turned that corner, go into the room with the pretty pink couch, I could exercise my being by greeting her and she could exercise her being by comforting me. Judy has single-handedly 
renewed my faith in humanity. It wasn't permanently lost, but it was buried, and she brought it to the surface. I have more stories like this one, and you're probably thinking, how? I can't speak to the how. The how is beyond me. The how is the universe. But these synchronicities are happening daily. I'll keep this story short. I was seeking a quote from China for a product. I was chatting online with the respondent, Mary, when I noticed it was 2 a.m. her time. I apologized and suggested she reply when it's more convenient. She told me she couldn't sleep. So I, trying to be helpful, suggested that she try sleep meditation. That's when she replied that she had just broken up with her boyfriend and her mind was going a thousand miles a minute. Divine timing. I'd just been there, done that, no more than a month ago. So I replied with some things that helped me quiet my thoughts and get a good night's rest. Mary asked if I'd be willing to continue our conversation, but outside of our business's chat feature. Yikes, I'd forgotten her boss would be able to read all these messages. This wasn't aim, Erin. <laughs> I obliged, and Mary and I continued our conversation on WhatsApp. I listened, reiterated what I had heard, offered support, love, and wisdom from my own situation until Mary's eyes got heavy. She was able to go to sleep that night and messaged me in the morning with a renewed lease online. We've continued our dialogue on WhatsApp and are now friends on social media. The second I followed her account, I recognized the screenshot in her last post. It was the words I had written to her on WhatsApp. She had screenshotted them and posted them with this caption. People will never refuse praise. Thanks for everyone's kind, warm compliment to me. And sure, everything happens for a reason. Well, it's easier said than done. The only thing I need to manage is smile and laugh no matter how frustrated I am. Because someday when you look back, you will just smile and tell yourself that you made it through the storm. Oh, Mary, yes, you will. We will all weather the storm, but it's easier to do so together. Even if it's with a stranger who's become a friend, and now the conversation comes full circle. You guys, we need each other. Community is vital to our growth, our progress, our well-being when we're faced with adversity. If I can find strength, love, and support from a woman I met for five minutes at the Getty, and a woman who operates the chat function on our business's website can find strength, love, and support from me, a crazy blonde who hosts a podcast in Los Angeles, then with a little elbow grease and guidance from the universe, we can create a community to serve one another within your such a catch. I feel a calling to create this safe place. If you feel a calling, a tongue on your heart to be a part of it, please complete the online questionnaire linked in the episode notes. Claiming community means never being alone. And in a world that prioritizes short form communication, text messages over true conversations, social media over in-person check-ins and discourages us from letting our guard down and being vulnerable for fear of judgment, acceptance, or otherwise. We need to do better and we can do better and we will do better. It starts with us. Thank you so much for tuning in to You're Such a Catch. As always, feel free to follow me at You're Such a Catch on social media. DM me or email me at erin at you're such a catch.com. 
with any feedback or input from the episode. I hope these stories inspire and remind you that you too possess magic. Stay open to receiving these divine downloads from the universe. They're there and yours for the taking. Stay tuned for next week's guest, Dominique DeVita, transformational Tantra coach and nurse. DeVita will be sharing how to claim more intimacy through Tantra. You won't want to miss this juicy chat. Ladies, I said it once and I'll say it again. Before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love.